podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's episode 65, season 7 of The Fighting Cock. Thank you once again for joining us and downloading and supporting everything we do. God bless you. And that, yeah. And God, Godspeed. What does that mean? I love saying it. Godspeed. I don't know. It means go, go forth go with forth. God. Yeah, I think so. So like astronauts, so you say Godspeed. Godspeed. It's an American thing, isn't it? Yeah. I think of um, Unchained Melody. What's I that? I think one of the lines is Godspeed your love. Godspeed oh, yeah. your love yeah. I prefer you've lost that love and feeling to that, but still two good tunes. That reminds me of um, the 90s where singing to Arsenal, I think when they got, I don't remember who it was, it might have been to Forest actually. You've lost that double feeling, <laughs> whoa, that double. Um, which we had some front because um, at the time we were at best a top 15 side. We've got more front than Lindsay Dawn anyway, so... You know, it's all by the Fucking hell, you are showing your age. We all remember that. Yeah, but yeah, but a lot, plenty of people listen to this podcast. So don't know what the fuck Young you're talking about. Young ass motherfuckers, man. She had one foray into the hardcore. Um, Did she, yeah, buddy? One foray. How do I? Not, why am I not surprised that you know that? It, it didn't. It, she wasn't the most convincing hardcore uh, porn. What actress. makes a the convincing hardcore porn actress? She just looked. A bit uncomfortable. She didn't like it. Of, um, she yeah. didn't like it. No, she, um, she famously said she refused to sleep with a black man in doing those films. Really? So I kind of thought a bit less of her after that. I remember she was of Dean Holder, wasn't she? Yeah, that's when she first popped up in my radar when I, she again, appeared on "They Think It's All Over" as Dean Holdsworth's kind of like girlfriend. Dean Holdsworth again, another very random reference to the nineties. But that was very R. Kelly, Dean Holdsworth, because she was young when um, they got together. Yeah. I think she was mm. like seventeen. Um, we've got Spalonis Filth. Hello! And we've got Bardi. Hello. Um, yeah, Lindsay Dawn McKenzie. I mean, she was more of a page three model than yeah. 
Um, but that, that, that was at a time where you felt like it was all a little bit purer and less sordid. No, was, I think it was more sordid back then. Do you reckon? Yeah. Because it was a time which we should never revisit, but it was like, it was fine for 10-year-olds to see a bird's baps out on uh, page three. Yeah. And it was fine for Barley to cut them out and save them all. <laughs> did you? Which I did. <laughs> did you? I, 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 I didn't I even a, know that. I had a draw. Stick them on his wall of cum. I know, hang on, I kind of did know that because that story about treating yourself. <laughs> yeah, back in the day. where you would put lay them out on the floor. You'd lay them out in front of you. Yeah, and well, because at, at university, you've got to remember, when I went to university my first year. This was at university, not when you were like 10. <laughs> there wasn't such thing as a, um, as internet in your room. No, there wasn't. It was too expensive and... You had to go to the computer room and take a floppy disk and upload images, and it was pain in the ass. Well, because people might see what you're doing. Yeah, so you do it on a So you used to have to collect like, I mean, like hard copies of stuff. That's a real time proper proper effort. You had to go to a lot of effort to have a wank back in the day. Or you had to be really imaginative. You had to remember things. Mindies, mind, mind yeah. Rick, Ricky is the king of mindies. So he still to this day, even though he's got the world a wealth of pornographic <laughs> material at his fingertips. Yeah. He will still choose to have a mindy. It's almost purer, isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. It's definitely purer. Yeah, I've still got it in my locker. I can do it occasionally. So if I haven't um, seen to myself for a while, uh, I could probably have a mindy quite easily. I reckon um, I couldn't go from not being aroused at all to doing a mindy. I'd have to already be in the kind of zone to want okay. to have a wank right. for a mindy to work. It's the Thursday podcast, everybody. Yeah. Welcome back. Um, big shout out to Carl Donnelly last week he, had, he pulled it out of the bag he it was one of the ace. funniest podcasts we've done if you haven't listened to it go back and listen to uh, episode 64 it was brilliant it was it was so funny um, ultimately he got, got actually no I don't I won't spoil it just go and have a, have a listen I, did, I had an absolute mare with the titling of last week's podcast as well because there was so much gold in there but yeah. as I was uploading I had to do it so quick because it's work and whatnot. I just it, it could have been all kinds of names what was it what Rim for the it? Treble probably I should oh, have gone for the Treble Rim yeah. for the Treble <laughs> Um, but as such, it was... I can't even remember what it was. Celebrate good times. Yeah, celebrate good times. Um, Kane's t- Kane has, has again mentioned the tweet by the FA. Um, what, I, I have a very strong feeling. I mean, I know what I want to say on this, but before I do, what, 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 where are you guys at? Fucking man up. So I've done that. And also, I mean, to be fair, he's been asked a question. He can't really win. If he doesn't, if he says, I don't want to talk about it, he's being touchy. If he addresses it, which he did, you think, oh, just get over yourself. And so he, he can't really win. It's like if um, when you're winding someone up, if you know you can get to them, mm. then you'll keep doing it. So every time I see Kane on the internet, I kind of, you know, clench my fist. I think, well, that's the whole point of a wind up, isn't it? You know, it doesn't matter if it's no, not funny anymore. They'll just keep doing it because it winds you up. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with T. Kane doesn't really have anywhere to go with this, but the fact that they know they can they can hurt him with that, it's like being at school. If someone takes a piss out of you and it hurts, mm. you never show weakness. Now they know Kane's weakness. Yeah, it, it, that's exactly it. He was asked a question in an interview. He responded to it. It's not like he brought it up and go, oh, by the way, can I mention this? You know, this he, he, they've put him, they've, they've, they've held a gun at him and said, like, answer the question, ultimately. If he says, oh, I don't want to talk about it, exactly what you say is... I do think this is the first time in Kane's career, maybe, that um, yeah. he's not the golden boy. Yeah, things have not gone quite smoothly. Yeah, he's, everything he's touched has been gold. Like, even England debut, like, goal after, what, 17 seconds, mm. um, one of our own, all that kind of stuff. Everything has completely been on plan. And all of a sudden, his image has taken a bit of a battering by claiming that goal. Do you not think it does play into like, what, he, what he said about his conversation with Pochettino, saying this would never happen in another country? And I agree. I don't think it would. You wouldn't see this <laughs> them 
tearing the or, or taking a piss out of Italy, Italy's star striker? Um, or would they? I don't know. I, I don't really follow the kind of social media that close. Well, not social media. I'm yeah. sort of. I think there's a general problem in England about how the papers treat our national team and how they ridicule our bosses. I mean, in Italy, Italy's t- Italy tends to have the best results when they're at war with the papers and they get that kind of collective mentality. So there have been issues where they have fought with the newspapers, but um, I don't know whether they would go as far as to take the piss out of one of their strikers. Like, like Totti, could you imagine if... Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I suppose, no, they wouldn't do it in Italy. No, or, or anywhere else. Look, uh, well, I... well, yeah, I mean, I was, I was thinking other countries that don't really like their kind of talismans, Argentina. Argentina. But, but I think they've, they've come round to Messi now. But even still, it's, it's just, it was just a weird, weird thing. And, and like I said, it doesn't bother me. But I just think there's a wider issue with the way the press report England. And, and you know, I don't, I'm not bothered. I don't give a shit really about the English team. But I'd like them to do well. I'd enjoy it if they had a good World Cup. And I think they'd have more of a chance if everyone's behind them rather than <laughs> than a, an FA Twitter account doing some weird sort of banter to get views or, yeah, or to, retweets. It's fucking to a, captain a weird well. world we live in. To the captain as well, yeah, no doubt. Um, so, like, we're, we're, we're going to structure this podcast with a few questions. Obviously, there's no game to report, although we maybe talk a little bit about West Brom. Oh, yeah, I forgot about them. Yeah, we've got, we've got a game at the weekend, so we'll talk a little <coughs> bit about West Brom. So, we set asked you for, for some of your questions, uh, and one of them was from uh, Tomandro on Twitter. He says, Is the lack of depth, wage structure, and lack of experience at Levy's or la- le- le- Levy's re- reluctance to spend big money? It's stopping us from progressing to the top level. Yes. Yeah. By not being, by not signing the best players, of course it stops us. Yeah, I mean that that is that's that's true. Uh, lack of depth. I mean, we could finish the season the third best team in the in, in the country. Haven't played thirty eight away games effectively as well. With, with Wembley, um, it's, it's it's a difficult one because what is the top level? What do you think he means by the top level team? Well. We're not gonna. If Man City are in for a player, it's over for us pretty much. Yeah. Um, if United or even Liverpool and Chelsea are in for a player, you know, we're not gonna get them. Um, people complain about, you know, what, you know, Levy not spending the big bucks. But other than Man City, I can't think of another side which has overtaken us in terms of spending and, you know, come from behind us to be to remain ahead of us. So. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what I'm, I, 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 I think this is like a throwaway <laughs> phrase though that this top level what does that mean in, in my eyes the top level of Barcelona Real Madrid Bayern Munich Man City now PSG yeah I, I think so he, I we think will he never means, be there but yeah I think he means challenging consistently but then we kind of have put up a <clears throat> bit of a challenge the last two years we've got 70 plus points three seasons in a row that's yeah. consistent yeah I think this is this but, is form like nothing any of us have seen but there's, there's definitely yeah. a gap between us and Manchester City and Man United Man United we, we are a better team than Man United that's <laughs> tactics and managers and stuff but there is a definite gap between us and them yeah and that, and that might take 10 years for us to bridge that financial gap they've been at it for 20 years yeah. they've been the biggest club in the league for that long you can't you have to be realistic. You have to. You have to. You can't. Ex- I want. I want it all. I want. I want us. I want Levy to come out and spend a hundred million pound more than we recoup in 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 sales. But no one's really doing that unless you're Man City or, or, or Man United, but and they have huge revenue. There's also something different that if you if you watch this week's um, Champions League, for example, you saw um, Real Madrid. They've got the money, but they've also got this kind of 
bastard mentality that they're not going to lose. Mm. And they, they, we don't have that yet. And that is also something which takes <coughs> takes a generation to build. Um, Liverpool, as much as I dislike them, they've they got it. that. They they've got that. It. They've got that kind of arrogance and that kind of self opinion that they're gonna win this game. Yeah. And you saw Roma, who were, I thought possibly over majority of the two legs were maybe a better team, didn't have it. I thought they were absolutely at times schooled them last night. They, yeah. they really gave it a good go. But, but they, then... Liverpool just got this fucking belief that. If you look at Jordan Henderson, the mm. way he struts around like a fucking peacock, he's shit. But he plays for Liverpool, he's captain of Liverpool, and he just expects that we're going to go through. I think Liverpool's set-up suits him now. Well, he, he's a late... I mean, I've got a bunch of Liverpool mates posting all kinds of crud on social media. Yeah, and one of them said, um, this is a Shankly quote, um, you must believe you are the best, then make sure that you are. And that quote sums up what Liverpool are. It's like... Um, <clears throat> they just know how to, how to win. Obviously, they've not won much in the last ten years. About as much as we but, have. But they've reached finals. Yeah, you know they've reached the what the Europa they've League been, finals. Touching this. Yeah, some might say final. they've bottled a lot. Yeah, yeah. But I think as a club, I think the club pushes itself towards winning stuff. Um, what's his name? Bots talked about the the Juve Juve guy Agnelli. How do you pronounce his name? Which one? The, the, the owner. The, yeah, Agnelli. Uh, yeah. The Agnelli family. Um, and they were in the referee's room having a word of him. Yeah. And as a club. <laughs> That club, that club is built towards winning, yeah. those winning stuff. Our club isn't that way. I, I agree with you. That I used to think mentality was bollocks. I used to think like we're good enough to win a trophy. It just hasn't happened to us. But I think if you look at what Liverpool have done consistently, yeah. and even as far back as 2005 when they won the the, the game, they won that that, that the Europa League trophy versus Euro, European League Champions tro- League against, Champions against League Milan. trophy against Milan. Yeah. <laughs> turned around the free free goal deficit. Um, that. Take that that seeps into the fabric of the club, yeah. and it's an intangible. But I think I, I genuinely think it's a tangible thing. And it's also the fans as well that they have that belief. I think what well, me, for example, I'll speak for myself. When I went into the semi final against Manchester Ooh. United, there was a part of me that was almost like, I don't think we're going to win this. Yes, I think I was like that. I think we all were. And that's the difference. Where every single Man United fan, even though we bashed them in the league, in the league game, and we were the better team, they were just like, we're going to win this, and. You call it arrogance, you call it confidence, but that is something that it's a change of mindset. It's a weird have. thing, though, isn't it? Because a lot of fans actually are so expectant as well now. Yeah. But but the the, the, the the I think the authentic feeling in that in, in before going into that game for most Spurs fans was, I'm not sure we're going to win this game. We might do. Yeah. We might pull up trees, but I'm not convinced. And and yet at the same level, there's an expectation that we should be winning everything. Well, I mean. We won the double in 1961. Hang on, what was that sound you just did? I cleared my throat. I don't know, all right, all right. Don't know if there's a It's just go, mm. <laughs> <laughs> right, I quite liked it. I just wondered what it was and how I could do it. It's not my cum noise anyway. Um, so, <laughs> oh, could you imagine? No other sound, just a, at the end of it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could write that as a word. That'd be Your missus is so lucky. <laughs> so, what yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he won a double in 61 but it was fun that that team underachieved a lot because I think the year before we narrowly missed that the year after we narrowly missed that I think yeah. Ipswich won it the year after and um, Spurs it just seems to be we do seem to be quite a nearly team um, and when we at the game against Man U at the semi-final I don't think the feeling around the stadium was that we're going to win this game mm. and Liverpool have that uh, Man United have that they have the feeling that you know what you know, we're the dog's bullets, we're going to win. 
We obviously hate them for being arrogant, but sometimes it kind of helps in a way. They just yeah. think yeah. we're going to get it done. I mean, look at people say Chelsea have got no history, but since '97 they've been winning shit. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, Chelsea had the influx of uh, Hullet and. I'm not so sure. Later. Huddle, but yeah, Huddle set the ball rolling, but that's semantics. But then they, yeah, but then yeah. they had someone like Mourinho who come in, who's the polar opposite to Pochettino, and he just, I think it's more of the kind of since Mourinho era that it's just setting. Yeah, I, I think you're talking about all of these teams that had periods of definitive success. Yeah. Liverpool's over-inflated opinion of themselves comes from the dominance during the '80s. You know, that's passed down from father to son and daughter. Um, Chelsea had lots of success. They have had lots of success in recent times. That passed down to them. Fabric's there. Man United, obviously. So we're talking about competing with those clubs and and, and and not having their mentality. But we haven't haven't had those those moments of success that we can rely on and drag down. So what we do need to do, really we need to do, is start fucking winning something. Yeah, we need to That's what you need. And then the mentality might change. But these more than is, one trophy. We need we need yeah. uh, we need a couple. A legacy. <laughs> Elite. Yeah. The thing is, you know, it does hurt. You know, Arsenal can throw it in for a season and be in a cup final. They're, in, they're playing tonight against Atletico. They mm. might they might win there. Might reach a final. The last two or three seasons have won, won the FA Cup. Having bad seasons, so yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll win stuff, and then when we get shit, we'll win the trophy here and there and not appreciate it. We'll leave as soon as the final whistle goes at Wembley because I don't care. Going into the game against West Brom at the weekend, <clears> um, they've had some fall. Decent form. Uh, Darren Moore has come in, taken over Pardew, and somewhat has galvanised them. I mean, it's too late. It's way too late. The most points they can amass are 34. They're not officially down, though. No. They're not. No, they can get 34 points to keep them up, but it, it won't. It won't keep them up. They are down, but they're going to fight, which worries me somewhat. Yeah. Because the last m- month or so, it just feels like our performances haven't been that great. And one against Watford, though we won, we could have easily drawn that game or lost if we hadn't been so, uh, so lucky in, in, in um... yeah but West Brom are proper shit I mean that's, not, that's not the point though they are proper shit but they're fighting and, it's, and, and, and mentality takes you know has a lot to play in these things <clears throat> I mean I know when we, we lost to Newcastle 5-1 you couldn't have asked for like a better game to play against a relegated team but this is quite a nice game to get if you're going to play someone now <laughs> let's fucking play West Brom we got we got we got to dish out some revenge. I'd rather I'd rather be playing Leicester this week exactly. than West Brom. When, <laughs> so, when West Brom well, have we no got hope, we still got Leicester to come. No, I want to play them this week, and we have got Newcastle to come as well. So we yeah. got two teams who are perfectly. You can't have everything. You can't but, play Leicester yeah, but, twice. Yeah, but Newcastle had, like when we played Newcastle, they beat us five one. Yeah. They had nothing to they play, had but pride. They had pride. And I well, said, West Brom I said in the, in the, I've always too. remember that in the pod before that game, I predicted we might lose. I predicted we'd lose. Really? But West because Brom they got pride. pride. No, West Brom got... But at least no pride. They got, they got no pride. They, 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 um, they no beat United at Old Trafford, man. They've, they've got no pride in themselves, though. That's see, right. they look, they, after that result, we go, oh, I'm still not proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> punching them, punching them ever. But no, it's, it's a tough game. I... Um, I would hope that we pick a strong enough team to get the job done. If he starts Sissoko and Ranyama in central midfield, then I think I'll just turn well, the stream Mo, off. Mo, 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 <laughs> Mo, 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 Sissoko. Uh, well, Dembele... That could have been useful if he was any good. I, I don't know what the status is on Dembele, but I was stood next to T at, at Wembley on Monday, and we both thought that might be the end. That's the last where we're going to see him. I think he'll pl- play, it'll, it'll feature at some point, but I, I understand it. the it, sentiment. There was an interesting reaction... Um, I posted a picture of Dembele as he's walking off on Instagram. This might be his last game. You know, 
Lovely player, unique. Um, just along those lines. I bet. Can I gauge what the other response is? Doesn't score enough goals. Well, people are saying, well, good riddance. He has one good game in every ten. Oh, and I just off. thought... Do you know what? Good riddance to you if you ever fucking leave us. That whoever sees that. Leave, leave the mortal coil. That's what they need to leave. Oh, mate. It's just like... Like, why do, do they think that you want to hear that shit? Well, You're just saying something decent about it's a, Dembele. It's sort of my space on the social media. It's not like I've, like... It's not like I've done a eulogy. I've yeah, just said he's a like, nice player. No, they're, and, they're, and they're reading that and they're looking at him going, fuck T. I disagree with him here. Fuck T. I'm going to say I, I'm, something. I, and I'm going to say something to him because I'm angry here. He's made me angry. He's just, I, I understand. He's, actually, I don't even understand that he's doing a nice thing. I'm now understanding it because I'm listening to the podcast, right? But they're sitting there. They're going, I'm going to tell T. He's just, fuck, He's wound me up right now. And he's a dick. But the way I'm going to do it is going to say, what was it? What did they say? One good game in ten games. There yeah. you go, T. Have some truth. Hit send. Hit send. Have some truth, Bob. Fucking just throws their phone on the floor. <laughs> exactly. Walks around, walks around the living room like a god. Exactly. Not, not understanding that T's going to read it while he's on the shitter at work and it's going to ruin his toilet break. <laughs> Did it ruin okay, it? I, I, Did it rile you when people tweeted you that? Um, no, I just thought... I just thought, what's the point of being so negative towards, towards a perfectly decent player? Now, Mr. Sissoko... What did he post after the game? <laughs> well, we talked about this on the last pod. But oh, that... we did. Oh, fuck, is that soon after? Yeah, yeah. He, he posted he... a picture of him missing. I know. And the comments he gets are really bad. I mean, I get he's not very good. I mean, I've, I've, I've abandoned the modern art thing. That's, that's, that's gone. Yeah, that is gone. Um, but um, I wouldn't tweet him and say you're shit. That's what people actually tweet him. It's like... But how fucking shit is your life where you feel like that's... I'll I, I tell you what I'm going to do. Pick it up, I keep doing this. I'm gonna pick uh, Musa Dem. He's oh, he's posting. Oh, good win, good win, good win. Yeah, but you're fucking shit, and, and you should die, and and like, fucking never play for Spurs again. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing with your life? You got nothing better. What is gained from that? Nothing's I, I, gained. I, we've just won. I feel like I'm. A, I feel like I'm a, I mean, I'm a bit of a happy clapper, but um, there are some players who are really bad. Um, I mean, even during my Soldado period, I'm still kind of get, going through that period. You, I never, I never once went on a man's page and said "fuck you." Yeah, <laughs> but as a human being, can you imagine it, like reading it, reading it. Imagine reading it, right? Yeah. Right. You imagine you're lying in bed and you've got a beautiful woman next to you, and or, or maybe an average woman, whatever, whatever you like. And uh, there's no such thing as an average woman. All women are beautiful. <laughs> um, Saved it there. Yeah, saved it. And, and he's like, and he's picked up his phone. He's like, yeah, we had a great win, great win, great win. Oh fuck, they want me to die. Shit, it's all right. Well, I better tr- better work harder in training next week because I don't want them to think I, I should die. Exactly. And, and when they when he pulls on the shirt and jump, runs on the pitch and he thinks, do you remember that Spurs fan who thought he told me to die? Right? That's I don't know, I'm not going to run as hard as I could because these geezers people just want me to die. Exactly. So fucking, you're part of the problem, you cunts. That's that's true, man. I mean, do you remember the days? I don't know if it was. I was I'm going back to the nineties all over. I think because I'm reading the mix and I'm in the nineties. I think about the nineties. Do you remember Emerson? He played for Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah. And he'd go back to Brazil all the time, whether it be for carnival or one reason or another. Yeah, yeah. And he said something in the Brazilian press about how he hates Middlesbrough, the league is shit, blah blah blah. Mm. I do kind of wonder what Sissoko will say when he leaves Spurs. I think Spurs are in a stronger place now. Yeah. That if a player leaves the slags and stuff like that, well, we're all right. We're doing all right. So that's okay. Yeah. But. I do wonder what his image will be of Spurs because 
Probably pretty he, bad. I think he gets, he gets. I think if he reads his social media, it'll be like, yeah, those those lot of dickheads. I don't think he cares. I think it's a minority. I'm sure he doesn't I, even read it. Doesn't read. Really like, I'm sure that that was his PA guy. Yeah, PR guy. I think it's. Um, I think it's a minority. I don't. I don't want to, I don't want to make out that all of our fans are Kingdom. No, no, I'm not. I'm not talking but about I all of our fans. Clearly, I think it's probably 30, 70, 30 percent <laughs> will say you're shit, and seventy percent will say look, you know, well, well done, kind of thing. Yeah, and 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 the the real. I guess the real sad thing is that. They probably think he's reading it and absorbing it and, and taking it, taking it in. Well, I don't know. What what you're really doing is winding up other Spurs fans, i.e., me. Well, yeah. <laughs> so carry on if you want to do that. Ericsson linked with a hundred million pound move to PSG this summer. I don't begrudge him if he moves. Um, I know, I know, it's probably not the take that that people want to hear on a Spurs podcast. A long but time. He's been with us a long time. He's paid his dues, and um, but. PSG are just us with a lot more money. They're very much a nearly team. They're, they're winning the league at a canter. Yep. But the crown jewel is the Champions League. Same with Man City to a degree. Yeah. And I don't think them buying Ericsson for £100 million will make them win the Champions League. Would you consider a £100 million fee? The thing is... Sorry, I've asked you a question <laughs> and, and I'm about to answer it. <laughs> but Bardi, before you answer your question, like pa- I would consider it £100 million if we were then going to go spend £200 million. Yeah, But it's like... That's not what happens, is it? No, I mean, it, PSG signing Ericsson, it doesn't even really make sense for them. I don't think it's, as T said, it's not going to solve their problem. Um, for us, I'd be sad, really sad, obviously, to see him go. He's our best, he's, he's probably our best player. But, did you um, vote for him? I forgot to vote, actually. I almost did too, but I remember. Who, who, who are you voting for? Quick. I voted for him. Um, I would have voted for him over Tongan. I would have seen Which one? What, I don't know, I would have got to the page and at the last second I would have let fate Right now, what's this in your ear? Um, Ericsson. I'd say Vertonghen. There's a bit of recency bias, as Ericsson's been really good recently. Vertonghen's been great for like a couple of seasons now, and I think he probably deserves it for, I just think, like, for that, the kind of cap back. That's true, actually, because he's never won it, has he? No, I don't think so. Also, that he he filled the big gap left by Toby in, in a very... In, and, and he's coached a very young, mm-hmm. talented fullback, um, centre-back. Doesn't and, score and, enough goals, though. That's right. It doesn't and not for want of trying. <laughs> doesn't score enough goals or make enough assists. That's his problem. On um, on um, on Monday when he went through on goal and he had like one on one and he cut inside and he put it onto his left foot and I thought he was just going to bend it in mm. but he said he passed it to Kane who was offside. That was a little bit annoyed me. It's just like everybody at Spurs at the moment is just trying to make Kane score, mm. which isn't working. I don't know if you've ever played. But he like did score a, that. Yeah, he scored one, but no, he scored that goal that you talked about. Yeah, but it was offside. I uh, know, well, marginally, but he didn't Vertonghen, know that, did he? Vertonghen should have shot. Well, no, maybe. Vertonghen no, maybe he thought that this was the best. This was what he, he thought XG. Anyway, uh, where, what's the best XG situation here? The whole thing of trying to make Kane score is making life more complicated for Kane because they're giving him the ball when they shouldn't be giving it to him, and mm. it's causing us problems. I think the irony of, of that as well is that Kane put that beautiful ball through to Sissoko. Oh yeah, <laughs> that fucking prick I was, missed. I was right behind. Hope he it. dies. I was right behind the the flight of that ball. It was brilliant. <laughs> did, did any did any of you uh, think that he was going to score that? No. <laughs> the whole stand. I've never seen a whole stand erupt in laughter at a, at a bad miss. It was it was quite funny. Oh, the thing of the thing is, Sissoko, um He's not someone who's. I don't know what his name. It's not someone who seems likable on the surface. Someone at the core of his crap, but. He had that kind of warmth about him that people kind of warmed. Someone like Sissoko is a bit like, um, it's a bit like Anelka, really. You know, it's quite sullen. You know, obviously gets with his teammates, but it's not someone who, he's, he does anything he can really latch on to. 
as such. I mean, Aurier coming has helped him a bit, but I'd I'd really love like a 30-minute in-depth conversation with Pochettino just on Sissoko, <clears throat> like literally just on him, and just really figure out what he what he thinks about him and, and what he. I'd love that. Wouldn't that be fascinating? Like more than any other player. Because he's played Sissoko 30 games this season. Wow. I don't know. I've just made that yeah, up. So, no, it it's about, about, it feels about sounds right. Sounds about right. Well, he's played a role in some of them. Yeah, not, yeah. not started. And he, he understands football better than me. So I just want to know what, what, but then, what you see. You know, you look at all these great teams and they've had players like, um, you know, Phil Neville and Nicky Butter just go in and say, you know what, <laughs> for this game, I want you to do a job. Go out there, do it. And I think... Pot sees that in Sissoko, but it's not quite executed. I don't think Sissoko even wants to be in the end of things. I don't think Sissoko yeah. wanted that chance on, on Monday. He'd he rather came and shot himself. To give him credit, made a great run into space. Yeah. It, like that, the, ball, the ball from uh, Kane, anyone could have played. It was a good ball, but yeah. anyone should be able to play that ball. He made that. He must shit himself. He must, he must like, start to run and go, fuck, I'm doing this again, I'm doing yeah. it again, I'm doing it again. I've got, shit, I've got the ball. Ugh. It's all. Um, he needs. That's why he's a social media guy. I think that's why he and uh, Mendy share a social media guy. Get him on. Is the that case. true? Um, their tweets are fairly similar. They're very good because Mendy's quite a big deal on on Twitter now, isn't it? Yeah, I think he even is. non-Man City fans follow him. I follow him on Instagram. He's pretty funny. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, Spurs consider a move for Schalke playmaker Max Meyer, who will be soon out of contract. Um, don't know a great deal about him. All I can say. Well, have you got something to say to? You? Uh, not much. He's not scored a goal this season. Not scored a goal this season. Uh, and add to that, I spoke to one Kristen Hennage, who does a lot of work uh, in football. He's also a scout. And he said, um, when I spoke to him, it must have been just before the January window, probably. It might have been last summer. He said that he's Ericsson's 10 times the player that he is currently. But he's still young, free. Probably not the kind of signing that's going to take us onto new levels. No, but I think it's a position... The sort of player we have to look at, maybe not him, but um, you know, Lanzini is someone who's been spoken about this pod a fair few times. He needs someone who, maybe a David Silva type player. If Ericsson is to go, maybe just look for, you know, an an Aldi version of Ericsson, so to speak. Even, even just to back him, because Ericsson has to play every single game. I mean, Ericsson's out. There's no like for like, so it would be nice to sign another playmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, Van der Vaart expresses regret at leaving Spurs in an interview with four four two. Yeah, he, he, I think it was AVB that was that precipitated him leaving. I remember that though. I remember us uh, AVB letting him leave, and I remember us even saying on the podcast that it probably isn't a bad lot, like a big loss, and that what we thought would it would be like a high energy AVB side, and, and it turned out being a very ploddy sort of pragmatic. Side. Well, his um, his form did drop off a cliff after he left us. I don't think there was much more he gave us. He went to where do you go, Hamburg, Hamburg. and then from there he ended up in Spain. And he, he was great though. Him. I have some absolutely brilliant memories of him. Same. I do. I do see chances to this day, and I think Van der Vaart put that away. Yeah. yeah, it's true. He 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 had an ability, to, he had the technique off that left foot and even right foot as well. There was one goal he scored against Blackburn where it just dropped to him. And the ball was at such an awkward angle, and yeah. he just kind of like nursed it into the yeah. top corner. It was, yeah. he, he, he was a beautiful player. What, um, what, what's your fondest memory of, of Van der Vaart? I mean, there's obviously the the easy ones against um, Arsenal. Arsenal, but the, he always used to Midland, but it, he always used to fuck up Aston Villa, which I found <laughs> yeah. quite funny because I hated Aston Villa. They really annoyed me. And he always used to mess them up, so I quite like that. He scored a 
beautiful goal away, and I think he scored. It was, a he couple. stroked it into the corner. Didn't yeah, it? Yeah, on a counter attack. No, no, in that game we were down to ten men. It was yeah. Redknapp era. Yeah, I think um, Defoe got sent off. That would be right, but quite early. It's Christmas and, game, and we won. Yes, we, yeah. we still won. I think it was two one or two nil. Might be two nil. And it was a counter attack, yeah. and it, it just came to him, and he didn't break stride. He just, just stroked. Yeah. So it was always what he did against Villa, which always made me laugh. And still, when I see the videos of it, it still makes me smile. Fucking hate Villa. The random memory I've got, I might have remembered it wrong, but it was against Bolton. And they said we take a penalty three times. And that I think he scored the first two, which we which take and missed the third one. Yeah. But I just remember... He missed the third one. I think he missed the one that was actually valid. That right, I got you. Um, it's things like that that I remember, because he's just... Um, you just never thought he was going to miss. I mean, he was through on goal. You just never thought he was going to miss. Oh, he and, had such um, class about him. I just, um, it was just such a galvanising signing. But then we wanted a striker and we ended up with him, who's not really an out-and-out striker. And number 10. But then just seeing him in our shirt and him loving playing for us as well was yeah. just... It was just great. He um, had so many great moments, didn't he? Like when he made he, he made Wiltshire twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the the fingers up that he always used to do against Arsenal. He, yeah. he really understood what Spurs were about from the minute he, he arrived, and he damaged Arsenal over and over again. And there was just something about him. He looked at home in our shirt. Some players, they, this shirt never really fits them, but for him, the moment he put it on, it, it just looked right. Yeah, I think also it was the kind of it was a great bridge between the kind of player we used to sign and get so excited about because we had very little else. He was the mercurial star player, Janola, Klingsman, yeah. um, Berbatov. Yeah. We always signed Dalmat. that star player, Dalmat even. Um, and it was a great bridge between what we were and what we became where we didn't need that mercurial because we had something else, a better system. But the memories are, fa- are fantastic. The, the, I think the goal against Inter Milan, just a class at which he took the ball. I mean, Modric yeah. played it into yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. And it was nervy, but as soon as that ball went in, and he's the way he wheeled away, it's just, it was just his enthusiasm when he played for us. I remember he kissed that granny when he scored against Villa. <laughs> Did he? I remember that. Um, but the thing with having Van der Vaart on the team was that Modric was there mm-hmm. for, I think, a season, a season or two at that time. And I thought, I'd love to have someone on Modric's wavelength. When you got someone like Van der Vaart, who's obviously as good as Modric was then, mm-hmm. it was just so nice to see them in, interchange. To and play the, together. And Inter Milan goal you mentioned was then to... Linking up beautifully. Yeah, I mean, Modric was he was an outstanding footballer, and the more we watch him now, the better he almost seems to become. I think we didn't. I don't think we, he got enough kudos of us that he was maybe. Well, it's like, it's like Ericsson now, isn't it? I mean, he but, gets Ericsson gets to get the appreciation because he's in the better team, but yeah. he's one of them players. That when he goes, you'll think, "Fuck, we've had a really good one there." Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was moments where. It, we had the three Croatians and I think they scored one goal at home which was just uh, all yeah, Everton as Everton yeah. right? combined all Portsmouth. three of them and it was a lot. Cor Luka Cranchar and Modric and just having they, those, dude, they, on the those were great times weren't they I yeah. remember being really pissed off with Redknapp at the time but on the well, pitch they were great times the problem with the Redknapp is just we would lose at home to Wigan and yeah. uh, to Wolves and the and, way he conducted himself and, and that and, but the football know, was good it wasn't it wasn't consistent enough no. when we dropped when we didn't play well we really didn't play well but no. it's all it's all growing though it's all growing pains isn't it it's like um, you know we had um, we had Martin Yole actually it started off with Arneson and them mm-hmm. had yeah. Santini Martin Yole comes in another mm-hmm. level Wendy Ramos was a bit of a nightmare when I kind of moves to another level so it's all, it's all about moving up a level. And now, and now we're moaning about Pochettino now when we're, we were challenging for the league. Yeah. Poch will probably eventually leave. We've got another manager. We'll win a title. Mm-hmm. Maybe, well, we didn't win, didn't, didn't win back-to-back 
and didn't win Champions League. Yeah, um, no one's ever. I don't know. He subbed off fucking Eriksen in the 80th minute, and we lost two one. <laughs> so there'll always be something to moan about for our fans. David Alfie Ward on Twitter he says, "Would you rather fuck your mum once a year, or what the fuck, man? It's wrong, this guy. Would you rather fuck your mum once a year, or have your best mate fuck your wife every day? Look, if my best mate, <laughs> if if my best mate and my mum got together, I think that, that would probably be a good partnership. But it's not. It's not your best mate fucking your mum. It's Ricky." No, but it's not. It's your best mate fucking your your partner. Oh, well, sorry. Fuck. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I just wondered. I misheard. I misheard. Um, so, but, but wait, you'd quite like Ricky to fuck your mum. Is that the? I, I mean, no. My mum's got a good partner, but there are some horrible men out there, and yeah. Ricky isn't one of them. So if Ricky's like, oh, I love your mum. I'm really in love with her, and my mum says, No, but they're not in love. I... Ricky just has to do it. So. But what if I want? What if I okay. pretend they're in love? You can pretend. Yeah. No, but it's Ricky and your missus. All right. No, well, do you know what, Ricky? I he's a tender lover, and if if anyone has to fuck my missus other than me, I'd want it to be Ricky, but not every day. Um, every other day, not even every other day. I, I don't know. You answer. <laughs> I'd probably have to pick the. I'd probably, you fuck your own mum. No, I'd pick the best mate. I'd <laughs> have to pick that because you could you could reason with your best mate. You could yeah. say, look, I don't want to fuck my mum. I don't want you to fuck my missus, but just just do missionary, 10-minute missionary, do your best to come as quickly as possible. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd, There's I'd, be a glory hole. I'd have to find some new friends, because I don't... I, my, my friends are all scumbags, and it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't be nice. So what, you pick a porn star? No, it wouldn't be, no I'd, I'd have to pick someone... Lexington Steel. <laughs> I'd have to pick someone different. I forgot there's no half-time. Yeah, yeah, quick drink all your beer. Um, we've only got like 10 minutes to go anyway. Uh, you're um, you're a weird fucking man, David Alfie Ward. He insisted that we put it in. Yeah. So. Well, maybe he can answer the fucking question when he comes on next. Bardi, I have to ask you, what's the worst thing that got said to you after the Lamella article? Um, no, no one, talk, right, no, so, no, so, no one got personal. In case no. people don't know, uh, you wrote what, what did you write? In a synopsis, very briefly. Um, it was it was called But Eric Lam- Eric Lamella. So yeah. it was basically whenever someone talks about Eric Lamella. There's always a clause there. There's always a but. Yeah. That he doesn't score enough goals, but he high presses. That he doesn't uh, create enough, but he does a lot of key passes. Yeah. And it was basically that we're at the point now where he's lost his identity. We don't have a role for him. Mm. And for for his own sake and for our sake, time I think it's go. time we moved him on. All right. What was the worst thing you said to you? Everyone was, everyone was really nice. Someone did call me... Um, no, everyone was really... On Reddit. It's Reddit is where... Yeah, what did they say? No, they just said I'm... Uh, Favour Italian football, you know that was the worst insult. They That's had. not untrue, though, is it? No, well, <laughs> no, he, he spoke the truth, but I'll never tell him that. <laughs> uh, okay, um, uh, got another question. This time, go Crane, go Kane Pro. Uh, Do you want me to read it? I haven't read this. Yeah, go on, you read it. Just fill a bit of time while I get it up. Oh, I'll just read it out. Choose one. Having sex with the girl of your dreams with your dad watching and giving you tips. <laughs> or having sex with the girl of your dreams and your mum watching and giving you tips. Whoever you choose is sat next door feeding tips through an earpiece watching <laughs> on a screen. Well, when, obviously, my dad, dad. Obviously, my dad. When I was young, I banned my dad from watching me play football because he, he made me like angry and perform badly. But then also, what banned, would he criticise you? Yeah, then I also banned my mum from watching me play because she made me nervous and made me make mistakes. So you thought so, he was playing your own? 
Yeah, I'd rather I would. I mean, everybody would rather in this situation and not have their mum or dad yeah, yeah, watching yeah. them so giving them tips. I'm trying tips. to say, would I rather like perform badly or would I rather not be able to get Got it you. up? And that's where it is because if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna if I'm gonna fuck, I wanna fuck well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those people. If I'm gonna do in, your, in your consideration, do you make love well? I do okay. I, I don't, not too bad. Yeah, you, you're all right with it's it. A bit humble now. You don't, me. You don't, <laughs> I'm very humble. You don't, you don't, you're not humble at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is generally. He is quite. Really, despite yeah. like, you know, WhatsApp. You know, it's not a real thing. Yeah, generally, so Bardi is. He's a very humble man. Yeah, I'm, I'm very competitive. But I'm very humble. <laughs> <laughs> competitive. I can imagine you, man. Yeah. Me. Do you? Yeah. You've not come. Yeah. <laughs> Holding her by the throat. Yeah. No, I'm going to come first. You wait. <laughs> I am not coming until you've come. All right? This is the game. Body, you're hurting me. I don't care. <laughs> T said he lasts 15 minutes. I'm going to be 16. 16. <laughs> Aaron, what is your average, T? Um, I'd say a couple hours. couple of hours. Have you ever gone a couple of hours? You had one of them nights where it just goes on um, and on and on. No. No, maybe. But the thing is, it feels long... It feels longer though, like when you're having a long shag. It feels like you've been there for hours, but it can be. Yeah, and you think you've done well, and you check your watch, and it's like been twelve minutes. You know, that exactly. Right. I mean, that, something's yeah. gone on. There have been a couple of times in the past where, you know, I've shot my load and gone again. But what? Nice. Have you? That's, yeah, that's yeah, a very, very, very different yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're younger though. You're talking about younger days. Younger days. Younger days. Yeah. Because it's impossible now, isn't no, it? No. Well, I haven't tried it recently. But I wouldn't like, want to. I've been to my late twenties, <laughs> early thirties. <laughs> really? Yeah, just yeah, just give it a couple of minutes and then off we go again. What? That's incredible. Yeah. I'm like, I'm done for a couple of days. <laughs> like a snake. I'm comfortable like done with yeah. a big meal. Yeah. And he's just like lying on his side. And he's just like, I'm beating a goat. That's what I feel like. After I've, well, after I've finished, finished having like sex, I feel like I've eaten a goat. And I need to lie down for a couple of days. I don't want to sleep. Just don't touch me. Just I can imagine. Sleep. I can imagine T. Like he's finished humping away. And I imagine T does hump. That's, that's a good word for the way T makes love. Yeah. A hump. <clears throat> so, and then he goes... And then... <laughs> I clear my throat. And then he looks and just struggles up on his forearms. Up, off. Like, really pushes up. Like, yeah. he's done, like, a, a, a set of <coughs> 20 reps on a big weight machine. And he just sort of rolls off. You almost fell off your chair. Yeah, just rolls off and just goes... <sighs> but I, I, I don't like having sex at night. I what? Don't, before last thing before bed, I don't like it. What are you talking about? It's the best time. You go sleep, sleep. Um, sound, a lovely sound sleep. I, I when sleep. do you want to have sex? Like three in the afternoon? Yeah, I like <laughs> afternoon. Most people watch it for the door. Why? Watch it for the window. Because it's just what it's a bit of daylight. It's daylight. He's got a ground floor flat, so he can say that, can't he? I like I like daylight, and when I go to bed, I'm going to bed. I don't want to fuck and then sleep because it gets. Can you say make love? Sorry, to make love. Case, yeah. It gets my heart rate up, I get sweaty, and I'm going to bed, I need to relax, and you know. The amount of running sleep. you do. Do you, think you're, you're you're... An easy, do you think you're an easy person to get on in terms of um, like a boyfriend? Really? Because you seem quite fucking demanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not a type of fucking yeah, yeah. day. You imagine your missus, like you're lying in bed, your missus, your missus says, she says, I don't know how your missus instigates sex. Um, <laughs> she just looks at me. <laughs> and then you're like, you're, you're rock hard. Ready to go. Yeah, yeah. You're just, oh, there's the look. <laughs> yeah, if it's 10 o'clock at night, then no, sorry. I'm, I'm, freak yourself off, I'm going to sleep. Freak yourself off. <laughs> uh, fuck off. Freak yourself off. <laughs> it's half past nine. <laughs> I've just also- watched a bill. You think I want to go and fucking... My wife is also a believer of bedtime is bedtime. That you re- meditate, you relax, and you're ready to well, go you've to made, sleep. You've met a kindred spirit then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I reckon she's just done it to please you. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, so I, I get into bed, and then like, hands start to wander, and then I know it's on. 
No, I, I, I prefer afternoon, maybe after dinner. You so you like to be alert and awake? You have, yeah, I like to be I like, alert. I like being after wake having sex. That's kind of fun. I don't oh, know. Like, I'm watching the sleep out of you, I just pounding away. No, I've had ones when I woke up in the middle of the night and suddenly it's on. Yeah. That's good. That's good shit. You wake up about it, it's like three in the morning, you're like, wow, I'm fucking horny. And, and, and for some reason she's woken up. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll do. Yeah. My missus would hit me. Would she? She's like, I'm, I'm she sleeping. Wouldn't be, she wouldn't be too impressed, no. Try it. You know. <laughs> yeah, I know just place, just place a hand on the buttock. Okay. See what happens. <laughs> Right. All right. All right. Next week, when when you when you're gonna ask, I'm gonna ask. Did you wake up in the middle of the night and place a hand on the bus? Well, I woke up in the middle of the night last night. With, I had a sore throat. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing? She had a strap on. on no, I don't know. I don't know what she's been doing. Fucking his throat. Yeah. <laughs> and no, she definitely would have hit me if I tried it. Really? Yeah. Oh, but morning, morning and afternoon after dinner. That kind of time. After dinner. After dinner. After dinner. Right. Like you just had your, you had your you sausage. Let your food digest for fuck's sake. Sausage, sausage and mash. You just had your sausage and mash. Yeah. Or was that, would you eat sausage we and mash? We don't eat sausage and mash. You've, no. you've never eaten a sausage and mash? I have in the past. It's lovely, not in isn't it? It's a, nice, it's a nice meal. It's a nice meal. Yeah, it's a nice meal. And you're like. I love a good sausage. Right, I'm done. <laughs> What, and do you take her to the bedroom or do you just up against well, the wall? Well, as she's washing the dishes, you kind of... <laughs> oh, I like... The, see, that's good. I understand that. With a, yeah, know. yeah, with like... what? Yeah. yeah, I don't like the whole thing, let's go to bed, let's fuck. It's no, too mechanical. Need... I like to spring it upon her or she can spring it upon me. I that's think that would, that's that healthy. Would, that's exactly that will change like... when there's more than two people in the house. Po- yeah, of course, 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course it will. Because <laughs> at three o'clock, there's no chance that kids yeah. are going to be asleep. <laughs> we had a lodger with us for a few months. <laughs> here we go. No, 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 no. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. He's done it again. He's done it again. No, no, it's not yeah, like you had that. a lodger. Go on. What was her name? Natalia. She was a Colombian lady. A lovely, beautiful. No, but it really fucked with our sex life. Life because we're afternoon, she kept getting in the way. We're afternoon, and she never went out either. So she was constantly in the house. So it really fucked around with our sex life. In your head, did you ever think maybe if I just leave the door open and yeah, yeah, catch her eyes? Little menage a trois. Nah, she was proper. She nah, it wasn't her cup of tea. Was it proper Catholic? But yeah, it was, was yours and the, the missus' cup of tea. I, I never, I never brought it up with my wife. Oh, like, you, maybe, you know, she, don't, you maybe she'd be out for it. You never know. Sure. I don't ever think that would be a good idea. I don't think I'm ever gonna ever ever consider a, a threesome with my missus ever with ever, anybody ever. Really? What if she what if she, what if she suggests one of us? Uh, <laughs> if I had to have a threesome with one of you lot and my missus, do you know what? The kindly, kindest, probably Ricky, but the kindest person I think, the most gentle would probably be Alex. Alex, yeah. Yeah, he just he wouldn't apologetic. Yeah, he's just I'm sorry. Sorry for being. Sorry, here. they brought this up on a podcast and it became a real thing. I'm here. I'm really sorry. Really, really, really sorry. I'm sorry. How was it? I hope it's okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Did you have a good time? <laughs> okay, good. But literally in 20 minutes, missionary. Are you okay? You, you okay? You having a good time? Good. He's a very conscientious man, isn't he? He is a very nice man. Okay, um, that's we feel forty-five minutes, boys. Done. <laughs> We're done. A round of applause. So forty-five minutes worth of goals in the back. Gold podcasting. Was okay. I, have I missed any questions? And there's one more, but oh, fuck it. It's fairly inconsequential. Good. Um, that's it. Till next week. Yeah. Till well. Yeah. Uh, next Wednesday will be out. Well, yeah. Tuesday. Uh, oh no, because bank holiday, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for coming, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. 
even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.